Here's what I believe. The Academy has the right to acknowledge whomever they choose, to invite whomever they choose. And now I think that is our responsibility now. Hello and welcome back to Cha-Cha Heels, a show where we have a black person, unlike the Oscars. It's true. We're exactly like the Oscars, except for we're the opposite. I'm your host, Pete Zayas. And I'm your host, the Black Ken, the black one. Everyone was staring and gawking at me like I was a prince. I was a prince. Let's do this. <laughs> Woo! Sorry. <laughs> My parents better give me them cha-cha heels I asked for. That's all I can say. Yeah. Cha-cha. Cha-cha. I better get them cha-cha heels. I better. Woo. Give me those cha-cha heels. Okay, let's focus. Well, hello, Black Ken. Oh, hello. How are you today? I'm good. I'm just so jealous of the snow that's happening in the East Coast. I want to be like, I want to be stuck in like in a, in a in my second floor walk up and not be able to go outside and just enjoy the gorgeousness of the snow hitting the the, the asphalt of jungle of New York. I would imagine if you lived in a high rise, you could just go down to the floor. I don't imagine there would you would be trapped in your apartment. Unless you live in the suburbs. Well, you're not trapped, but, like, it's fun to, like, just see New York at, like... Act like you're trapped. Yeah, just act. You can't do act anything. Like the the city shuts down. So shout out to all of our New York sisters out there. I hope you had fun. You know what happens after it melts, though? It's real pretty at first. And then it turns into, like, um just, like, disgusting Disgusting, like, brown and black and, like, yeah. mud everywhere. And then you can't cross the intersections because there's, like, a big pool of water. Sounds horrible. Well, thank God I don't have to worry about that because I live in sunny California. Well, we're also having crazy weather this week because I felt a gust of wind. What? I felt wind. The weather here is getting crazy. The weather here is perfect. Don't believe the hype. I lived in California for my entire life and I couldn't be happier. But I felt wind. I don't care about the gosh dang wind that you felt. Thank you. Also, everybody knows, of course, the apartment building, there's always something happening in the apartment building. Sure. We might be getting visitors into the closet because they have to do annual inspections. And of course, we scheduled to record our podcast right when they were doing it. So we might have some unexpected visitors. We might have an annual inspection for you. Oh my God, they're going to come in here and see all these wigs, the the lights, the mics. They'll probably contact somebody. The Oscars? Hopefully. Oh my god, speaking of Oscars, I saw this crazy movie called The Boy. Okay. And it's the, in the movie, this woman is, well, she gets a job as a nanny and she goes to London. She's from America. Perfect. She goes to London and, or the UK, and the, she goes to babysit this boy and these older people show her, they introduce her to the boy and it's a doll. Perfect. And they talk to the doll like it's a real boy. And she laughs at first and they're like, what? And so then they like leave to go on vacation. And she has to watch the <laughs> She has to watch the doll. And of course the doll's like things are happening, like her clothes are missing, like right. the doll moves around. Yes. 
I mean, well, it starts off crazy because she's taking a job as a babysitter flying from here to London. Well, the movie is like three different movies. So I'm going to give you, like, in case you want to see, I'm going to give away some spoilers. I'm going to give away the whole movie. Okay, Spoiler perfect. alert. So it's, it's like three movies in one. It's like a Lifetime movie. It's like a, like a spooky ghost paranormal movie. And then it's like a horror movie. Perfect. Not in that order. Okay, so then the, the doll's moving around. Okay. And it's like a little, like, it's like a porcelain, like one of those, like, porcelain dolls. Yes, the scary ones. Uh-huh. And... Because apparently their son died. Mm-hmm. And so then it comes to them, I guess, the you're made to think that the spirit is inside that doll. And she gets prank phone called from the doll, which I love that part. Right. And it's revealed like she had an abusive boyfriend, so that's why she's like, hiding. She's in hiding. Got it. She's in this giant house all by herself with this doll. And then her the, the parents of the babe of the doll, they kill themselves. Okay. Because they don't want to go back. Because to that doll. Because to that doll, honey. Right. And so cut to her ex-boyfriend finds her all the way in London, comes from America, and is upset, like, who's this Who's this boy that you're watching? She's like, that's this doll. Right. And it comes, then you find out that she had a miscarriage. So she kind of likes, she starts treating the doll like it's a real, like, she has right. to, like, okay. the doll, she yes. has to read the doll, she has to kiss the doll, yes. and she starts enjoying it. Does she know they're dead this whole time, the parents? No. Okay, so she thinks they're coming back. She thinks they're coming back. Got so it. So then he, the mean ex-boyfriend, smashes the doll's head. Perfect. And the house starts shaking. And next thing you know, busting through the wall is an older guy with the doll mask on. And it's the boy. He never died. He's been trapped he, in the he's wall. He's been hiding in the house. Perfect. He has like a little ho- like little home in a secret compartment. And he just tries to kill them. Perfect. I, I don't, You don't know, like you don't really know why. Right. It doesn't matter. No. I mean, I'm, I want to sign on board for this movie. I love any film where they just throw things together and you don't worry about, you know, the script or anything that really you need to put together a quality film where you just make things happen just to keep the plot going, you know? Uh, well, they can make a sequel called The Girl. Perfect. That could be like with a baby doll from like America's, what's that, that, that baby doll store? American girl? American girl. Like an American girl dog gone crazy. Perfect. And she tries to kill somebody. I want to be the boy. This time she, she, I have to like babysit the doll. You should be the boy that's trapped in the wall. He shouldn't. He should then fly to America to babysit someone at a house. But it turns out the house is really the American girl store. And someone is trapped in the wall at the American Girl store, and you have to take care of all the American Girl dolls in the American Girl store. I mean, this is such a complicated story. It's actually very epic. And also, what I loved about him is that he wore like a, the baby. He wore like the doll mask, perfect, but was like really hairy with a beard and hairy chest. Gorgeous. If he would talk like this, uh, kiss me. So pretty. It was so. It's a wonderful Valentine's Day. Um, it sounds date. kind of like um, a romantic comedy. I think you could take uh, your date there and have a romantic time. Sounds gorgeous. I would love to see that film, except I'm not going to see it. You're not going to see the boy, and then the sequel, the girl, and no. then the third one is the boy and the girl, and the fourth Which one is the boy, forces? the girl, and the girl. And the boy girl? Then the, then the dolls have babies, and there's, like, Russian dolls. And there's, like, a baby, like, a smaller doll and so a smaller So it's the boy, girl. then it's the girl, uh-huh. then it's the boy and the girl, then it's the boy and the girl and the boy girl. Period. Perfect. Someone in Hollywood, please make that happen. Well, you know who can make it happen is our new... Um, is she going to be our vice president, or what is that? Miss Sarah Palin, honey. Oh, Sarah Palin, I love her. She's back, honey. She's back. Acting crazy, talking crazy. Of course. I mean, what else does she do? You know how there's the Real Housewives star that says she's an enigma, 
in a riddle wrapped in cash. Yes. That's Sarah Palin. That is Sarah, that is Sarah Palin, actually. That should be her catchphrase. Yes. She talks in riddles. She does. Commander and fire. Commander and crazy. Um, I just want her to endorse everything. Because I think whatever she in, goes out there into the world to endorse, the people will see huge benefits coming from that. Oh, yeah. She should, like, endorse... Wigs. Imagine Sarah Palin endorsing a wig. Oh, she can endorse a wig. She can endorse... I mean, she should endorse cha-cha heels. She should. She should also read... They should have, like, a reading time with Sarah Palin, and she should read Green Eggs and Ham. Oh, she doesn't read. You don't think she could... I mean, imagine her saying, I do not eat Green Eggs and Ham. I would not like them in a fox with a box. But that makes more sense than anything she's ever said in her life. She talks like... She just, like, talks like, you know, like, something just free association. Well, there's no grammar, syntax, punctuation. There's anything, nothing, like, who writes the things she says? Is there someone? She probably does. Okay. And it's not written. Okay, so she just goes up there and says whatever comes to her head. She's an improviser. She should go to Second City or UCB. Perfect. He is from the private sector, not a politician. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah! He... Better than anyone, isn't he known for being able to command fire? But honey, your girl. My girl who? Miss Stacy Dash, honey. Oh, Stacy Dash. Oh, I love her. And it's time for Oscar, Oscar so, so White, White coverage. coverage. Oh my God almighty, someone has sent me a bow movement. And the big controversy, of course, is that no black os- no black actors were nominated for academy awards so who did they bring to speak on this none other than stacy dash who hasn't seen an oscar been around an oscar been mentioned in a sentence with the word oscar or knows how to spell oscar she shows up on fox news talking about either we're for integration or segregation and if we want integration we have to get rid of BET mm-hmm. the BET awards and Black History Month keep in mind also this is coming from a woman who's made most of her money being in D-list black films and she was on the game on, on BET. BET yeah honey they came for her they threw her BET threw her a shade on Twitter about it they the said you g- could take a paycheck she can the good news is that you know we should have saw this coming this was foreshadowed when she was in clueless because she is clueless she'll just do anything for a paycheck i think fox news just pays her to say crazy things absolutely i mean and she's also slept with tons of white men so i think now something's just it's a little foggy in her head because she slept with white, white men you think she thinks she's white i absolutely think she's white is she has she those looks- green eyes i don't know what she is i don't know where she came from what she is all i know is she hasn't done anything since clueless that i care about she has a very conservative white woman's hairdo yes like, now, like she yes. shops at talbots yes she does also like that's the only person they can find to talk about black issues stacy dash well honey if jody pinkett smith is going to come out there and she's going to put a camera up in her apartment and she's got something to say because mr will smith was not nominated okay he was snubbed I love that the two people that are complaining most about the black people not being nominated are the people, are the two black actors that should never be nominated because they're horrible actors. Exactly. But that's how it goes. It's Hollywood. Well, J.D. Pinkett Smith is so mad that her man mm-hmm. did not get nominated for an Academy oh, Award. No, he did not. She's like, I'm going to go in the room. She's like, honey, I'm going next door and I'm going to pull out the video camera and I'm going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. And she hasn't. Still a problem, right? 
Is it still a problem? Well, here's the thing. Like, why is... why Is, is Venus still nominated yet? Why is she doing this now? I mean, they've been in movies and films since Set It Off. Remember when she had the cornrows in her head? Yeah, that was her actually her best performance, other than Woo. Woo? She was in a movie called Woo. You don't think that should have been nominated? I don't even remember. You mean Too Long Fu? No, Woo. I don't know what Woo oh, is. Oh, honey, you don't know Woo? She's Woo. No, she's Woo? She's Woo. She's Woo? She's Woo. She's Woo. She's Woo. Look it up. It's a 90s film called Woo. Woo. With Jada Pinkett. W-O-O? I believe so. Okay, because it might be W-O-O-H. Like, Woo? I think it's Woo, like W-O-O. Okay. Because, you know, they have to put a little flavor on the end. With the word Woo, how could you not? I mean, I can't believe that's her name. But anyway, so I'm, what I was very distracted about in that video is that she didn't have a microphone. Because she wanted to seem real and hard-hitting. I had trouble hearing her. Well, she's working in the film business. Get a microphone. No one was really listening to what she said anyway. Do you think anyone's wasting sleep over what she had to say and what she you recorded? You know, Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air isn't, honey. Oh, she was. I forgot about Aunt Viv. She's the first Aunt Viv, the black Aunt Viv, The right? first, but yeah. before they replaced her with the light-skinned Aunt Viv. Yes. I insult to injury. Yes, there you go. That's why she's really mad, because she still hasn't gotten over it. Well, she was mad, and she let the tea and the... That she let the tea get spilled, honey, and she threw the shade, honey. It was cold, honey, when the shade she threw. It wasn't cold shade. It was cool shade. It was cool shade. Oh, wow. Well, shade is best served chilled. I love, if anybody doesn't know, Aunt Vivian, made, who was on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, made a video saying, why should Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith be complaining about not being nom- about black people not being nominated for Academy Award, where they have a production company where they only hire their friends and family, and uh, she said that Will was horrible with his accent in Concussion. Also, what I loved about that video is that she filmed herself in some sort of, like, Andy Warhol sort of, yes. like, colored, yes, colorized very, version. Oh, I thought the version I watched was just bad. No, that's how she filmed it. Oh, she's been, it was artistic. It was like, it was an like, artistic choice. It was like a, like, night early, like, early 60s pop art piece. Oh, Ooh, she's so creative. She's on the edge. She's so creative. She's so she, creative. You know, she was like, you know, Jada Pink and Smith didn't have any creativity in her video. Right. She didn't even and, have a microphone. And Aunt Bev did, honey. Yes. She came for it. So that's one point for her. Yes. Well, I think she just needs to get a job, a role, and I think she'll be fine. Is there anything she can audition for? Well, I love that she was saying that everything is hard in this town. Like, every, like everything, it's hard for everybody. Right. In this industry. I'm sorry, in this industry. I mean, also, if you think about it, if you're black, do you really want an Oscar? If I think about all the people that won Oscars, they haven't really done anything amazing since. Jennifer Hudson? No, the thing is, you win Halle Berry. Halle Berry, Jamie Foxx. They win the Academy Awards and they're just sort of like, they're like, okay, you're done. We give you something. Right, because we don't want to have to pay you more, so you're finished. Yeah, so, I mean, let this be a lesson to all of you black people out there who want Oscars. Just get over it and don't do it. I'm not going to get over it. I want one. Well, you're not black. I am too. Okay, fine, if you want to be. Would you hear what Whoopi Goldberg on The View talked about it? No, but I'm sure it's amazing. Well, first of all, I love Whoopi Goldberg because in her world, America's not racist. Right. She She also put her husband, Ted Danson, in blackface. Well, they were just dating at that time. Well, whatever. What I love about that is that she says that, you know, I love that Whoopi Goldberg thinks that the, uh, America's not racist because she's famous and rich, so how could it be? Right. But that's what happens when you become famous and young. You know, she's, you know, she got kind of famous right. kind of young, and, and she, she lives kind of lives in, the, in a bubble. Well, I mean, uh, and of course she has money. Yes. Yeah, so Everyone she, loves black people with money. Hello. 
It's about people who don't have money that we don't like. Well, we don't like anybody in this country that doesn't have money. That's Black true. or white. That's or true. everything in between. <laughs> like woo? Give us some money so we don't have to record in a pot in a closet. Please. Send us thousands and thousands of dollars. Thousands and thousands of dollars. Thousands. Oh, I'll be happy with 500. I'll be happy with 150. Okay, so then Whoopi said that, you know, she won the Academy Award. So the Oscars aren't racist. And the last time anybody won, the last time a black woman won the Academy Award was Hattie McDaniels. And it was from Gone with the Wind 50 years before. Oh, is that the one where she played a scientist? Who, Hattie McDaniel? Yes. No, she was a slave. Oh, perfect. Oh, she wasn't a, she wasn't a slave, I guess. She was a mammy. Okay. Which is slave-esque. In the, in the essence of slavery. In the essence of slavery. Okay, perfect. And so she won the Academy Award, and it was such a big deal, because, but the thing was, yeah, you know why it was a big deal? Because you were black. Right. If it's not racist, then you winning Isn't is it? just you winning. Correct. But because you're black... It's a big deal. Right. Oh, whoopee. And they're also very proud of her, the way she played a slave. I'm also very concerned about what's happening on The View because Raven Simone has disappeared. She hasn't been on it for several episodes. Oh, wow. Well, that scares me too because she's a very weird person. So who knows what's... Maybe she joined Scientology. She's probably really busy trying to figure out a new hairdo. Probably. Because those hairdos look like they take time. Or she's probably trying to reprise her role as Rudy on Broadway. Who? Wasn't she Rudy? No, she was Olivia. Oh, Olivia. She's reprising her role as Olivia on Broadway. Olivia, one-woman show starring raven Simone. And her choreographed hand number that she did the opening. And if you have a ghetto name, you won't get hired to work backstage. That's what she says. She don't like those ghetto names. I mean, now that I think about The View, they should just really, like, change, like... Change the name and just change everyone in the show. Honey, they've been changing the people on that show. It has to be the name. Well, then, you want to call it The Talk? Or The Chew? The Real? Uh, yeah, what, I mean, what would they call it now? Bywig? <laughs> Bywig. They should call it The Cluck. The Cluck. Perfect. Yes. Cluck, 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 cluck. <laughs> cluck, 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 cluck. Is there one from Full House still on there? Yeah, she's on there. She got sick one day and had to walk off. It was right around some, I think, Woody was getting mad with um, the Latina. Oh, yes. There's, like, so many people on that show. Like, there's sometimes they're there and sometimes there isn't. Right. I can't keep track of the host on that show. Right. So, the Latina, I believe she's a CNN anchor, and she was saying that the boycotting of the Academy Awards is good, and Whoopi was, like, saying boycotts don't work, and then um, she was saying that, you know, like, when people marched... Uh, during the um, Rosa Parks with the bus issue. When there was an issue with the bus. When there was issues with the bus back right. in the day with the Rosa Parks. There was Parks. issues with the bus. And what people said, you can't compare that to that. It has to start with, you know, people making black movies. And that's how you can get people actually nominated. And and then the the Latino woman was like, well, yeah, that's true. They should also make more black movies. Whoopi was just getting so mad about right. it. Because Whoopi, is, because Whoopi hosted the Academy Awards right. and she's won the Oscar. Right. She she's knows. She works, she's an actress in the business. She was like, I know you don't. Oh, right. She knows what she's doing. Well, I'll just talk about Whoopi. Has, Whoopi. has made you hungry? No, I'll just talk about, yeah, maybe won a Whopper. <laughs> Um, no, it reminds me of Diva, so I think we should get into a little segment that we call Diva, Diva Culture. Culture. I smell deep, dark trouble. Woo-woo. First of all, poor Madonna. Poor 
Poor Madonna. They just won't give her a breath. She has such a hard life. Well, first of all, she's still on that Rebel Heart tour. Ugh, get off of that Rebel Heart. I love that Rebel Heart tour. She can stay on it forever. So I hope she comes back around again. She probably will now that her son flew the coop. Well, that she's still having issues with that son. Her, you know, Guy Ritchie is not letting him back into America. She called Guy Ritchie a cunt on stage. Rude. No, he is. That's rude. It's not rude. He's a cunt. If a man would have called a woman a cunt, she would have been really... If he would have called Madonna a cunt, she would have started a whole new album about it, went on tour, started like the cunt walk or... Well, she cunt. should because she's not acting like a cunt. He is. Well, listen, if the boy doesn't want to be with her, the boy doesn't want to be with her. Well, anyway, she's up to- she's touring in the South now, which I don't know why she made that choice because I know it's... Well, she hasn't gone on tour in the like South. Like Atlanta? She's doing Atlanta. She did like Nashville. She did Louisville. Whatever those other those people know who Madonna is. Well, they came there, and anyway, so I don't think that they would be, you know, the best audience for her. I know there were some protests happening outside some of the venues. People keep complaining that she shows up late for the shows. Well, the ticket says eight o'clock. She comes on like around ten thirty. Like that's not the time she's going to start. That's like your call time, like the time that you show, you know, you show up at the venue. You should get there around eight. She's not going to go on until about 10 or 10.30. I will give you that. When I have tickets to go see a show, I, I come an hour later than what it says on the ticket time, actually. Well, don't people know, like, have, like, it's, they're not, like, tuning in to watch a TV show. They're not going to a movie. Right. I mean, she's not behind the curtain. It's like 7.59, 8 o'clock, boom, show starts. Well, she has things she has to do. Well, she's, you know, she's got to, like, do push-ups and things and get that weave in order. Right. Well, Reva McIntyre was there oh. in Nashville. I love Reba McIntyre. It's so it's a pop diva versus a country diva. This Reba. is interesting. Just Reba. Reba was mad. Where's she at? Where's Madonna? Where's she at? We're here. Where's she at? Where's this? Where's she at? Well, I mean, there's one thing you don't want to do from one diva to another diva. You don't want to make another diva wait. So if Reba was in the audience, Madonna should have been notified and she should have started at 8.30. Madonna doesn't care about Reba. Why not? Because she doesn't. She only cares about Madonna. That's true. And she said happy birthday to her daughter, her adopted daughter, Mercy, on stage. Mercy. Like Mercy Alago? Huh? Who? And then uh, Ariana, you know, Ariana Grande came on stage and, you know. Did she sing? No, she knew how she brings people on stage and she oh, like, spanks them. And she calls them her, their unforgettable, her un, un, unapologetic bitch. Oh, okay. Perfect. And then they were saying she was drunk. Madonna's not going to be drunk on stage. No, listen, as much as I hate Madonna, I don't feel she's the type of artist that would go on stage drunk. She has to walk on tightrope, spin things around, people lift her up. Imagine if you were just drinking, you would puke all over That's everyone. just dangerous. It's just tacky, whoever made up that tacky rumor. Reba. Ugh. What happened? Congratulations are in store for the elusive chanteuse herself, the butterfly, the charm bracelet full of emotions. The fantasy. Dipped in honey with glitter and daydreaming of uh. a music box with a vision of love uh. that someday uh. she would finally find her dream lover. Uh. A lover boy. A beautiful stranger. Is that her? No, that's Madonna. Oh, sorry. A, a, a make it happen kind of girl. A. Do you say butterfly already? Yes. Oh, okay. A Mimi that's been emancipated and a memoir of an imperfect angel. 
a woman who had her one sweet day finally by meeting a billionaire man that will give her the love and the money. Mariah Carey is engaged to that billionaire Australian man. And now they're getting... Oh, wait. Now they're engaged. That's what you're going to say, right? They're engaged, but all of, them, all of them are still married. Perfect. That sounds American. He gave her a 300-carat diamond ring. It's bigger than Elizabeth Taylor's. Yeah. Why is she getting married again so because, quickly? Because she's in love, and that's what you do. You meet someone, and after seven months, you know you want to spend the rest of your life... The rest of your... Life? life with them. Do you think she needs money? No, Mariah doesn't need money. Are you kidding me? She's worth like three hundred million dollars or something. Yeah, I mean or that's four hundred. She's fine. I mean, once you get over a hundred, who's counting? Right. Um, I know. I just think she likes being in love. She likes being married and engaged at the same time. She likes. Um, she loves confusion. Yes, because she's the elusive chant. What is it? Chanteuse. Chanteuse. The elusive chanteuse. So you know, she likes that. Um, she likes the idea of having those billions and billions of dollars. Um, he probably takes her around town, jet sets, and you know, she just she ha- after going from Nick, where she probably had to pay for everything. It's probably refreshing for her to have someone pay for her. I think that's really what's. Do you what's think about. she really likes this guy, or she's just using it as like throwing it in Nick's face by saying, you know, he's got more money than you. He's gonna marry me. You know, he's gonna be your, the stepchildren. Like, do you think it's a way of throwing it in Nick's face? Absolutely. But do you think Nick cares? No. no. I think no, Nick's no. happy to be away. Absolutely. I mean, imagine like how what, how much, like how needy Mariah Carey probably Ugh, is. Like, I don't even want to. Well, I've heard that Mariah Carey once on the set of something she was uh, shooting, she was two hours late, but that wasn't that bad for her, and they had to build. They built a makeshift bed on the soundstage so she could take a nap while they set up lights. That sounds about right. And imagine if you're married to Mariah and every day you wake up, she has stage lighting hung over her bed with sunglasses and a cup filled with champagne and she has a champagne mustache on and that's what you wake up to every morning. And she has to, like, I also heard that she always has, like, a, she has a, mas- a masseuse 24 hours a day. I don't even know if it's necessarily a masseuse. It's just somebody that, like, constantly walks over to her and, like, touches her i believe that too i mean i'm always a little bit wary of people that have like kids tap dancing and stuff on during their concert it's very strange to me and she likes doing that like having kids tap dance and snowflakes and snowman and like well she's gonna have young people she likes to have young people dance around her so it it makes her look not as old the bottom line is nick doesn't care he's managing ember rose now and he gets to look at ember rose instead of mariah carey all day so i feel like he's happy you're giving me kind of an amber rose thank you i'll take that as a compliment yeah you're giving you've been very like midriffs and blonde hair black can i know it's like you're channeling amber rose i know i think i'm a bit obsessed with her it's not like you're obsessed with madonna but i'm getting there i just like i also just brought her book how to be a bad bitch What's that book about? How to be a bad bitch. Well, give us a tip on how to be a bad bitch. Okay. Well, rule number one, when you walk into a room, you own it. You hold your head high and you don't give any apologies. Oh, that's like one of my tips I give. You walk into a club, you make one lap around the place so everybody sees you. Then you go into the bathroom, you look at your face, put the gloss on your lips, then you come back outside, make another lap around the club, see who you want to talk to. Right. That's totally different. But the same. Rule tip number two is um, 
You never apologize for who you are. An apologetic bitch. Like Madonna. Okay, so you're just going to relate this back to you and Madonna, so I don't even want to get into it. No, I want to hear about more. Give us another tip. Tip number three, she said, um, you make your money and by any means necessary. By any means necessary. Any means necessary. Very Malcolm X. Okay. Well, listen, I don't want to give the whole book away because I know people are lining up to buy this book. So it's a good read. And there's pictures and photos of her inside. You should have brought it. We could have read it on the podcast. I'll bring it for the next one. Tune in next week when we'll give you exclusive excerpts from Amber Rose. Oh. Oh. Tune in next week when we'll give you exclusive excerpts from Amber Rose's book. How to be a bad bitch. (laughs) I don't need that. And last but not least. In our diva roundup extravaganza. Culture. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. I love you, puppy. She she started her Las Vegas show, which, honey, I don't know how she has time to do any of those things. Let's just give you a little bit of a rundown. Jennifer Lopez, uh, she's a judge in American Idol, which they start doing live shows. Then she has a Las Vegas show. Then she has the NBC show, like something about Blue, where she's a police officer. What? Yeah. She has a weekly, dra- hour-long drama. And she's the star of it? Yes. What? Yes, with a wig, honey, a short Ooh, wig. Ooh, I gotta watch then. A short wig. It's a drama. Like a cop short wig. A cop short wig. Oh, to give you a real, you know, She's hard. She's giving you Puerto Rican realness okay. on the streets of New York. And then commercials. Right. Fiat endorsements. Uh, she hosts award shows. I mean, honey, she can't say no. And well, she doesn't pass out like Mariah does. No, she, <laughs> she has to keep busy, you know, like... Keep busy, because, you know, her albums are like, hmm. Oh, that's right. She records albums. Yeah. I forgot about that. I know, but that's not really, like, a thing. She does motion pictures. She does. She did that picture with Viola Davis, didn't she? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that went straight to DVD, right? Or did it come out yet? <laughs> no, I think it went to DVD. Well, anyway, so, what happened to her? Because I'm She bent over, and her costume split right up her ass. <gasps> She showed her ass. She showed her ass on she, stage. She showed her ass on she stage. She did not show her ass on stage. Her, honey, her pants, but that ass is getting so big. The ass is exhausted from all the work that she does. <laughs> That's the thing. Her ass went it out. It went it. Her ass is like, I've done, honey. You are working me to the bone. There's, I mean, Jennifer Lopez works, but then that ass works. The ass works. The ass works. The ass works harder than Jennifer Lopez. Yes. It's astronomical. She has an ass state. And if it hits the ground, she makes an ass quake. Word. She, I, I do like her, though. I feel like she... She's a likable person. She's very likable. Like she's she's very likable. Like we do like her. I, I don't want you to think we're throwing Jennifer Lopez shade, because I love her. We do like her. her. We like her a lot. And that's our diva, diva culture. culture. Oh, the Danish girl, honey. I haven't seen this yet, but it's Eddie Redmayne. Is it old? No, it just came out. He's nominated oh. for Academy Award because he's dressed up as a woman wearing a wig, honey. Who? Eddie Redman. Is that, like, someone we should know about? Like, a well-known person? Ah! Oh, I'm grabbing a wig. Yeah, he won the Academy Award last year for being, um, handicapped. Why didn't they just hire... Oh, so you... Why don't they just hire a woman to play this role? I didn't get it. Because the story is about a man that wants to be a woman. The Danish girl. Just like me. You're Danish. No, I'm not the I'm the I'm not the Danish girl. I'm the um I'm the Danish Carol. It's a crossbreed from Kate Blanchett's Carol and the Danish girl. It's the Danish Carol girl. And you play both characters. I play the Danish Carol. It's the third it's the second it's the sequel to the Danish girl. The Danish Carol girl. Oh perfect. Um, 
I don't think anyone will ever. Whatever. Well, I do hear about once he puts once he becomes a woman, he just becomes stupid. <laughs> Listen, this movie looks so boring. I don't even. Oh, I heard it's boring, but I have to watch it because I heard it's laughable. I mean, is he Danish in this? He's the Danish girl. Okay. Next. And that's our motion picture recommendation of the week. But this. <laughs> This picture looks so crazy because it's it's Kieran Knightley, I think, and Eddie Redmond, but they look exactly like the same person. Right. It looks like he's looking at himself as in a reflection in the mirror. But with a blonde wig. I should have. I should. I, I'm gonna watch this tonight. Perfect. I'm gonna eat a pot cookie and put a wig on my head and watch it. Perfect. Joe Judice from Real Housewife of New Jersey. What do you predict in 2016 for him? Well, that's easy. He's going to prison. So. He's going to find the man of his dreams and dump the other man of his dreams, Teresa. Perfect. What do you think will happen to Tom Cruise in 2016? Oh, I predict that Tom Cruise in 2016, because I'm a pop culture expert. Right. I predict in 2016 that Tom Cruise will... Um, not see Siri. Okay. Not care to see Siri. Okay. Make a movie where he's... um, on uh, some sort of fast mechanism, like a fast vehicle, like a boat. Okay, a perfect. A boat. And, with a, and he'll have a big smile on his face. Perfect. We saw a lot of love this year, in two, last year in 2015. Um, but one couple in particular really caught my eye. That's Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. What do you predict for them in 2016? I predict for them more selfies of themselves uh, cheek to cheek. And then by September, when the show starts again, they'll be broken up. Perfect. Um, And then they'll get back together. And then they'll break up. Okay. And then they'll get engaged. Perfect. And then they'll break up. Okay. And then they'll get... Okay. Back together. There's going to be a pattern. We get a pattern. It. I'm by predicting a pattern. Perfect. Um, so this year we saw a lot of celebrities fall victim to disease. In particular, one celebrity really caught my attention. One. That was Yolanda Foster. She got Lyme disease. Yes. What do you predict for her in 2016? I predict that she will marry a doctor who's an expert on Lyme disease. And inadvertently, she never had it. Which we'll, we'll discover since she married the doctor who knows about it. Yes. And while they're on their honeymoon in some field of lemons, she'll end up actually getting it. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Gorgeous. So, last year we saw beautiful women over the age of 40 get praised for how gorgeous they look. One woman in particular really made me think, you still got it, girl. And that's Christy Brinkley. What do you predict for her in 2016? Yes, Christ, Christ, Christy or Kirsty? Christy. Christy Brinkley. Yes. I, uh, um, uh, I, it's hard. For some reason, when I'm thinking of Christy Brinkley, I also can see just a wall with paint drying. So I predict more dryness. Perfect. I just predict, you know, just smiles and highlights. Last year, in 2015, it was an epic time for America because we were blessed with one of the most delicious treats, 
Patti LaBelle sweet potato pies. Patti LaBelle is so happy on top of the world, has made millions off those pies. What do you predict for her in 2016? For Patti LaBelle, I expect her to branch out from the pies and she is going to make a Patti LaBelle fried chicken plate. A Patti LaBelle, oh look, it's coming to me. She's going to make Patti LaBelle in 2016. It's going to have a, a Patti LaBelle tart. And it's shaped like one of her, one of those wigs that she wore when she was with Patti LaBelle and the Bluebells. And you can eat the wig. Mm. That's what I predict. Perfect. Or I also predict <laughs> scented wigs. And they smell like different types of pies. Mm. The Patti LaBelle scented wig collection. For drag queens. And for your everyday lady. Perfect. Or for Eddie Redman yeah. and the Danish girl. And it smells like a Danish uh, uh, Danish strudel. Or a Danish. It smells like a Danish. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, divas, one diva really stole the show last year because she went from belting out horrible Adele hits to really striking goals with her performance of You Make Me Feel Like a Woman. I'm speaking none other than Miss Aretha Franklin. What do you predict for her after her up and down year in 2015? I predict that she'll show up somewhere with a clutch and eat a pile of bell pie. Perfect. And last but not least. And then she's going to throw it out because she's not going to take anything from that woman. Or she'll just eat it because, you know. Last but not least, um, we saw some stars fall out and we forgot about them. But they you mean had- died? No, like just fall out of grace. Like their their star of fame has faded. Oh, they're faded. Yeah, their, their star has faded. less light. It's faded, and we forgot what they gave to us as Americans. And in particular, I'm talking about Biling. What do you pre- predict for Biling in 2016? I predict they will finally find a cure for Biling. Perfect, and that is our. 2016 predictions. Thank you. Um, speaking of predictions, um, B.O.B. seems pretty psychic. The rapper B.O.B. believes that the earth is flat. And how do we know it's not? That's what everyone always says. Well, how do we know that Pocahontas really caught a disease when she went to America, when she went to England? Well, I think B.O.B. was taught that the Earth is flat for Mr. Sherry Shepard. Yes. She also believed that. That's true. When two people get together and have the same thinking, they really form a bond. So I predict a wedding in the future for them. For B.O.B. and Sherry Shepard? Yes. Yes, honey, they go on a cruise and they fall right off the planet. Perfect, because it's, it's flat. flat. You know, this year, though, also in 2016, I wanted to start to just get real. Okay, like the real? Like, just real. Like, I want to just, like, you know, not only talk about the di- di- the, the divas and the, the pop cultures. Right. I want to start getting reveal. I, I want to start getting real and revealing more things about who Pete is. Ooh. Pete. Or, Ooh. I, or is my inner inner child, Petey. Petey. I'm just like the boy trapped in the wall that's going to kill you. It's really scary. Trapped in this closet. So what do you want to reveal to our listeners to give them some insight on who you are as a person, an entrepreneur? (laughs) Thank you. I want to reveal something about myself. If you reveal something about you. Oh, sure. Um, I like to think of myself as the uh, Martha Stewart type, the help 
kind of celebrity. I give you facts and things. And I'm going to reveal something to you that's really going to help you when you want to make a when you want to have an aha moment. Everyone always asks me, if you know anything about me, you know that my favorite kind of pant is shorts. Oh, he loves a short. So, if it's, I mean, if he lived in New York with the blizzard, absolutely. he would be wearing the shorts. Yes. But it would be like snow shorts. Correct. If you were like, you know, um, on top of a mountain, it would be mountain shorts. Exactly. If you were inside, um, you know, a wedding, to, uh, for a wedding ceremony, it would be Wedding shorts. Wedding shorts. Or if I was in Fargo, I'd be wearing cargo shorts. Good one. Thank you. Um, so everyone always asks me, how do your legs look so smooth and sexy? And I'm going to give you the secret. I've never heard anybody. I've never heard anybody say that. Because they tell me in confidence. In France? Similar. The key is, when you're in the shower, you get oil. Rich Moroccan oil. Moroccan. So what about olive oil or coconut oil? You cannot use olive oil, but you can I use cocoa hair. oil. Are, are you revealing or am I revealing? Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. This is my revelation. Go on, girl. <laughs> so you just put that all over your body where you're taking a shower, and that also gives you me time, if you know what I mean. Is the water still running? The water is running. So you put it on while the water is running, and then you just let it soak in for a little bit, and then you rinse it off. And then you follow that after you get out of the shower with a nice, nice, creamy lotion. And you're ready to go. So it's just it's just moisture on top of moisture. On top of moisture. And that's how your legs look moisturized. Well, I like to reveal a little bit something about you. Something that was pretty traumatic and maybe will probably get you to get to know, get you to know me a little bit better. Okay. Get a sense about who I am. Okay, perfect. <sighs> it's hard. Okay, well, just say, because we, you know, this is a short show, and we don't... When I was a child... Okay. I was taking... I mean, pardon me, do you notice how the, a lot of these stories start off with when I was a child? Well, because childhood can be very traumatic, especially, like, if you've never had a childhood, like Michael Jackson or Elizabeth Taylor. Mm-hmm. Have you seen their childhood? Yes, it's in Santa Barbara. It's called Never Neverland. Okay, so it happened, it all started when you were a child. I was taken to the emergency room... Because the self-affliction that I did to myself. And I've never told anybody this. Ooh. I had to get something extracted from one of my orifices. Oh, one of your orifices? See. I put a popcorn seed in my ear. Why would you do that? I had an earache. And I thought if I put something in it, it would help the pain subside. So I put a popcorn seed in my ear. Now, luckily, nobody tried to put my head in the oven and try to pop it. Oh, imagine. But they took me to the emergency room. And how did they get it out? They had to put some sort of liquid into my ear that bubbled up and pushed the ear, the popcorn seed right out of my ear. So that's why whenever I go to the movies and I eat popcorn, I can't go all the way down to the bottom where the seeds are because it's traumatic. I would just stop eating popcorn altogether. <laughs> Please, yeah, give yourself some time. Thank you. Okay, that's enough time. Come back now. These popcorn seeds, I just... I want them out of my house. Just take them. You want me to take these popcorn seeds out of the house? I just can't even deal with it. Why don't you just pop them? You can eat them while you watch The Danish Girl. Oh, hi. Um, I was looking for um, some sort of 
like a snowsuit, like a, and I wanted it, I want to be warm, I'm going skiing, but I also wanted it to be kind of revealing and sexy. I want to look sexy but be warm. Okay, um, Like a snow, like a like a snowsuit, but that's also sexy, like a sexy snowsuit. Because I'm going, I have um, um, I'm going on a on a, a trip with my my boyfriend. I hope, I hope he's my husband <laughs> someday. Anyway, but I'm gonna, I want to wear a snowsuit that's sexy but warm. I want to look sexy, but warm. We don't really carry snowsuits here. Oh, I've called. LA doesn't really have a winter. Huh? LA doesn't really have a winter, so we don't really have like snowsuits here. I well, I know I'm I I'm originally from New York, but every snowsuit sold out there because of the blizzard. So I thought maybe I would try an LA store. Can you ship it to me? Do you have any something that's like maybe that's made out of like fur or like or like um like a cave woman? You know that. Uh, I can... We don't really sell fur. It's, uh, it's actually illegal to sell fur in West Hollywood. Oh, but like a faux fur or like a chinchilla. One second, let me check for you. Um, can I get your name? Claire. One second, okay. Thank you. Hello. Hello. I'll forget about the fur. Do you have maybe like a, a, a bubble jacket, but it's midriff? Like a midriff bubble jacket? Like, so it's sexy but warm. Um, no. Damn it. Do you know anywhere I could get like maybe a midriff bubble jacket or like some, like a snow shorts? Like, like, you know, like they're like warm, warm around my bottom, but that can still show some leg. This is like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, I don't even want to go skiing, but this my this guy I'm dating loves the cold. I don't get it. Well, yeah, maybe, I'll, well, maybe I'll just stop in and then see what I can make. Maybe I can make something. Yeah, yeah, that's always an option. What's your name? Dave. Thank you, David. No problem. Bye. Okay. It's so cold. Oh. Well, he should have told you to contact me. Yes, honey. I would have helped you find a sexy girl. <laughs> well, Claire needed it, not Claire, me. Claire. My, yeah, Claire. Claire did, not Claire you. Did. Yes, she's Claire. also in the Danish girl. Perfect. And in Carol. And in the boy. And in Claire's world. Claire's world. Perfect. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Chacha Heels. Tune in next week and we'll give you even more dish. And we'll give you everything you ever wanted and desired. I'm Pete Zeiss. Follow me on Instagram at Pete Zeiss and Twitter at Pete Zeiss. Like uh, my Friday Night with Crystal Facebook page and subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Pete Zeiss Show. Email us at chachahillspodcast at gmail.com. And feel free to tweet me. You like a good twit? Or Instagram me. Or Instagram you. 
And I'm the Black Ken, and you can follow me on Instagram at Marcel is my name and on Booty Pop Queen, which is my dance night in West Hollywood. It's oh my glamorous. God, wait. Did you hear that? That winter storm's coming here. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, it's so cold. Storm. Oh, oh my no, God. No, I wish I, I had that midriff bubble jacket. I gotta jacket. call them back. I gotta call them back. Can somebody get me a midriff? Oh I mean, my I mean, God. With a puffer coat or some cashmere? I mean, they don't sell fur in West Hollywood. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. I've seen plenty of, of, of uh, bears. Bears in West Hollywood. Good one, dark black cat. Because you don't. <laughs> You're looking at crime personified, and don't you forget.